Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com. Or email us at therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at The Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. Okay, I think it's set. Oh, there you are. Okay, so that was a good reference, though. Okay. But it is It is funny when, when, when I don't say anything and you keep going like that. You'll just keep talking until someone does say something. <laughs> and like explaining because you said it and it was on a form remember and that was a good because when you reference something from before it's good and it's like okay this is just gonna keep going if i don't say anything so i better say something <laughs> you're welcome so i don't actually know if that was a billion i just, I just put a lot of zeros i counted it as a billion oh excellent work i just guessed <laughs> okay a bug just landed just jumped in my head it didn't jump in my a bug jumped. I, what I said was a bug, bug jumped in my head, but that makes it sound like I'm in Star Trek 2 and Khan is putting a bug in I my head. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> I remember but, uh, seeing that as a kid and being just. Um, it's pretty blah, gross. Scared me. Um, they use like a very clearly fake ear, but it's still it's still gross. Um, well, no, when you're a, bug, a kid, none of that yeah. stuff looks fake. No, yeah, that's true. And uh, But no, the bug just jumped on my head, but hopefully it's going there because I don't want a bug on my head either. Yeah, you you might end up having to bug out. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to uh, emo bands. Yeah, so let's go into emo bands. <laughs> yeah, so e emo bands. This one's kind of funny because remember with top ten rappers, we said forty year old white guys ranking rappers. That's silly, but actually, we're in the perfect demographic to be ranking emo bands. It's <laughs> right up our alley. I think. I think. 40 year old women would probably be just like a slightly better category mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know still pretty close pretty close and um it's actually kind of funny because did you like emo bands before you were introduced to them by a friend or a relative no i didn't know i had no i st i I'll, I'll be honest with you i did not write this list <laughs> this isn't your list it is not my list <laughs> I had and I had an expert do it. Is that why you chose this week so you could outsource it? No, I, I, I not really actually. But I just when when I picked it, I thought, oh, you know what, Sarah might like to do this, and then she did. So okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because I don't, I wasn't really into emo very much either. Um, I, I've been accused of being an indie kid, like indie bands. That, oh know, like, yeah like hipsterish and because i like i like record albums is that what they're called lps i like vinyls i do too i just like the way they sound me too people are like it's no this is the same i'm like whatever i don't care it makes me happy leave me alone it's not the same sound though you know the thing is, is it doesn't sound as clean it doesn't but well, i think i think the imperfection of it is what makes it more appealing absolutely i think that too and i feel like i've seen people post studies or something about how like they did audio analysis that it didn't but whatever it does to me That's... they did audio analysis that it doesn't sound different it definitely does sound different i don't know if i don't know if i'm remembering even that correctly but there's there there's that yeah yeah like there's like that true. constant kind of whirring i don't know it's a it's a it, there's a difference yeah. And I'm not like, and I'm not like one that's like, oh, you know, I have to listen to things on vinyl. Like, I just, you know, they are, I understand why people like it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just assume, you know, use Spotify because it's easier. Me know? too. I, as far as actual physical media, media, mediums go, um, I like records because you can watch them spin. I like that. Yeah. It makes me sound like I'm a child, but. <laughs> It's like a physical, you know, a sensation that goes along with the listening that I don't really get out of CDs because they're just locked away, being manipulated by lasers. 
<laughs> and I do like having physical media sometimes because you get like the album art, you can look at it. You know, you know who is screwing me over with vinyl album art now that I mention it yeah. is indie darling Taylor Swift. Um, because I ordered her 1989 Taylor's version album, but I didn't order it right away because I said she's going to come out with other alternate copies. And if I get there's another cover or, you know, vinyl cover color I like better, I'm going to be mad that I didn't wait. And now she has three different ones, and I want all, all four because she has the original one and all three different ones. So I'm like, fucking Taylor. And of course, that's the idea is that everybody buys all, all of them, but... Can't you just get like, um, can't you just print the? Yeah, probably, probably, but it's neat. You know, you like have it for real. Blah blah blah. Well, I'm not I, actually know, going to, but. Well, I mean, there's something to be said about collectible portion that's of it. You know, true. It probably will increase in value after it decreases for a while. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. My, uh, my godmother has original like when it was actually originally released Beatles albums that were never opened. And I've never looked to see if they were actually worth a lot, a lot or just regular, you know, decent amount. But uh, I always think, man, imagine like the, you know, there's a band that get, that ends up being as good as the Beatles and you didn't go buy their album like first week, you know? Yeah, I know. Although it's, it's, it's kind of dying, the buying an album thing. Very true. Which is... <laughs> I think it's kind of sad, I, you know. I I used to buy cassette tapes when I was really little, and mm -hmm. then you know it was CDs, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I used to love taking. I mean, CDs especially, actually, because with the cassettes, you didn't really have much to them. There was just like that little slip in it, you know, mm -hmm. from the plastic yeah. case. But uh, in the CDs, there was always a book. Mm -hmm. I loved looking through the book, especially when I had lyrics. It actually well, used to piss me off when it didn't have lyrics. And go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and I, I got into rap, and there was like no rappers ever put their lyrics in the in the book. It just drove me crazy. It was impossible to find out what these assholes were saying until until the, the internet. Well, right. But but there was one rapper that actually put lyrics in his in his uh, CDs. Was it was it Mystical? No, <laughs> it was Eminem. Oh, Eminem did that. He always has lyrics in his in his books. Congratulations, Eminem. There's a there's a uh, Instagram or I don't know what it is. It's but it's an account a guy runs where he posts uh, like music that he has changed around because he's a music producer type. And like for instance, the one I'm talking about, he uh, he does an NWA song, but he has an uh, AI voice of um, Hank Williams singing it like as a country song. Oh no, that's... But he, he was smart because he did not actually use the that or whatever. Um, use the... You have him saying that word. He uh, It's actually quite catchy. He he, uh, he has it be uh, uh, your motherfucker named Ice Cube from the gang called Fellers with Attitude. And I really like the way it sounds. So I'm tempted to say I'm tempted to say feller from now on. But well, that's FWA. There you go, FWA fellow fellows with attitude. It sounds weird saying fellas like that, but I don't know. Well, it's funny. I, I end up using fella sometime, and like mm -hmm. when I'm uh, when I'm like I'm angry in traffic or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good job there, fella. You know. <laughs> Excellent work, Parker guy. always makes fun of me. Because you come off as a square? <laughs> no, they, they're like, could you sound any whiter, Dad? <laughs> hey, fella, you're, you're cutting me off in traffic there. Goodness gracious. Uh-huh. And, you know, Parker can say that, but then it's like, well, I am white, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why that happens. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, and that's what they think is funny about it. Because I'm super white. I'm not white, though. No. Nope. You are uh, Capybara. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I'm the world's largest rodent. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, so emo bands, huh? Yeah. What's your number 10 emo band? <laughs> well, I'm having trouble accessing my list. 
because my computer has decided to go crazy. Although this is still working, so maybe I just shouldn't bother, shouldn't mess with it too much. I worry this is going to be a boring list from my end because I don't really care for a lot of these bands. So I think numbers numbers ten through like three are going to be. Uh, this is a band I recognize, and I liked a song of theirs once. So they're they're on this list now. I don't actually have anything to say about them. Um, well, this is going to be an interesting episode because I well, told Sarah to write a blurb, and she wrote like <laughs> disjointed lines. So okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a really good job explaining our our uh, our choices here. Um, so my num my number ten emo band. Is a band I put number ten because I'm not positive they're actually emo, but I decided to go with Paramore because they're listed as emo, and I, I like them. Okay. I was surprised, but I saw them listed as emo too. But I don't think of them as emo. I, I don't either. That's why I only put them at ten. But I think they're okay. I like them all right. They have songs that I like occasionally. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right. Well. Well, no. Well, let me let, let me expound a little bit here. I uh, thought that I liked emo. If you asked me, I would have said, "Oh, yeah, I like emo." But then I realized I don't know as much emo as I thought I did, because I went. Yeah, I, I was expecting you to be the one that was going to kind of lead the the way on this. Yeah, I I was like, wait, what are these emo bands, or is it just a? And then I looked it up, and I was like, wow, I don't know a lot of these people, and the ones I do know, I'm not sure I care all that much for. I decided to have an emo uh, playlist playing while I went for my run the other night, thinking it will refresh my memory. Maybe, you know, I forgot that I heard some of these songs and just whatever. But, um, and also, you know, it'll be energetic because it's emotional, but also like energetic. And it'll give me uh, the power needed to run. But um, I turned it off after a couple of times I had to stop running and skip songs because they were so fucking stupid. So maybe I, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I'm just too sophisticated for emo or uh i don't know what or i just have horrible taste i ended up going with a, a city a japanese 80s city pop uh playlist to run to instead for the record so number 10 is paramore because i actually like several songs that they have <laughs> as opposed to to a number of these things that i heard and went what is going on here let's move on <laughs> well sarah's number 10 is something corporate Oh, something corporate. I like them. I, that is a band I recognize. I don't know if I like them, but I recognize them. <laughs> well, she really liked the song Constantine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. first heard them at church camp. And okay. it was and there's a line in there where he says, I kissed a drunk girl. Mm -hmm. And she's like, which like, why was that a song the camp was cool with us? Yeah. That's like, a good they question. were blasting it in their cabin, apparently, and then and the church camp was like, that's fine. Kissing like, drunk girls sounds good. I like corporations. <laughs> I think they're people. As did Jesus. <laughs> that's that's just a recording of a, of a church camp counselor thing. You're doing a, a little bit church lady. I enjoyed it though. Um, well, uh, you know what? Um, quick aside about something corporate. Uh, my brother and I used to think that the lead singer of something corporate who I don't remember his name right now, but that's okay. He's got other bands as well. Back uh, back in the day, he used to wear glasses. Now, I don't think he does. Last time I saw him, he wasn't wearing glasses. And I was like, hey, this joke depends on you wearing glasses. But we thought he looked like Otacon, the character from Metal Gear Solid. Um, so we had a very fun time playing Metal Gear Solid and pretending that uh, <laughs> that he was actually Otacon. And, he was, and Snake was like, I can't get the password for the door working Otacon. Can you open it from there? And then Otacon's like, you want to hear my new song, Snake? <laughs> so you guys were doing voiceover while you were yeah. playing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually actually kind of adorable. It was a, yeah, but it was I I feel like it was funnier in the moment because I said it out loud and I was like, that's kind of neat, but that's kind of like cute, but not funny. And then I think uh, it's nice. It's like a nice like brother bonding moment you guys had. Yeah. Yeah. And uh it's funny because it's like a confluence of knowledge that no, I don't. Not too many people really would would get. Like if I say, "Hey, don't you think that the guy from something corporate looks a bit like Otacon?" and they'd go, "Yes, I do." They wouldn't. They wouldn't know what one of those things is. At least, no matter, <laughs> no matter who it is. I knew um, what neither of those things were. So, yeah. so there you go. So that explains. I still that. enjoyed but, it though. So yeah. Um, what's your number nine? Oh, I forgot to keep my thing open again. Get your thing out. 
resisting temptations <laughs> to say just about anything given how these are going. Oh, my number nine, I remember now. Um, I still can't get my computer to work is the problem. It's just black. I can get to I can get to the blue thing screen where you can choose lock, switch user, you know, and I'm trying to get a task manager and it just goes right back to black. So that's neat. But my number nine is, you just keep making black jokes. I really do, and I uh, I'm against it here. I'm a I'm a computer screen racist. I want there to be well, you know, actually I want there to be colors is the thing. I don't want it to be monotone. Yeah. Either way. So really it's just um it's all the colors of the rainbow. Anyway, number nine is the get up kids, which is a uh, like a, a an older emo band. It's one of the first emo bands I heard about. And uh I was like, I'm into older emo bands. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, because people went <laughs> to newer ones and I was like, I like the get up kids, but I'm only putting them in number nine because I'm not sure they're actually any I liked it when it was a book. I did um, I liked music when it didn't exist. Um the get out kids the get up kids the get up kids mm -hmm. not out i actually haven't listened to them in years and years so maybe they suck. but in college i would have told you oh yeah i like the get up kids because i'm cool yeah so yeah let's go to my number nine nope yeah. sorry sarah's number nine okay um she has yellow card oh yeah Oh, you recognize that one, huh? <laughs> I do. I I know most of these. I they have uh, the only song of theirs I know is called Ocean Avenue, and I don't like it. So, oh, really? She really yeah. likes that one. Oh, does she? <laughs> I actually, don't know if she really likes it. She's played it for me. That's okay. like my whole. If I just happen to randomly know a song title, it's because she's played it for me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, her reason for Yellow Card being number nine. You ready for this? Mm. Because violin plus emo lyrics was a fun combo that is an incredibly fun combo which um, i agree now, i thought it was a good good right up there um i like unexpected musical combinations like that um and it kind of irritates me when sometimes music will be like very like prescriptive and like this kind of music has to be this kind of thing and it's like why can't you just do what you want you know and uh I, I love the idea of say we're gonna have an emo band, but we're gonna have whatever the fuck instruments we want in this. Like I don't know, you want to have kazoo? Have kazoo. I'm excited for that. I would give it a listen, and then I would probably turn it off because it's not a good idea, but it's an interesting idea. I mean, for me, I just want more cowbell. Uh, more. <laughs> That's gonna be like cowbell can be useful in some applications, and then I was like, oh, I get it, I get it now. <laughs> Do you remember when we were in high school? You remember the band Corn? Who is not emo with a K? With a K, I mean whatever. I'm not gonna. But they uh, they used to play bagpipes sometimes in their band, and it got very popular to have bagpipes be in your heavy metal band for a second. And oh, well, look, I'm you know I don't want to bash corn because I don't remember a single song that they did, but I do remember that when I was younger, I was like, this fucking sucks. It, it 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 really does suck like sorry everybody but it does <laughs> hate to break it to you um i remember you know people are like so nostalgic for when we were teenagers now um i think that's just because we've moved into it's it's like uh the 30 year cycle say and we've moved into an appropriate time for that so like kids have moved on from the 80s and the early 90s and now they're like really appreciating like the mid the, or the late 90s and the early 2000s and um i just wish i could like just explain to them how fucking stupid that time was and even the early 90s was a lot better because i remember it being like 1999 and i was watching something on mtv and they were talking about how corn corn was the new nirvana because of like you know the like the emotional impact they had and i was like wow people my age fucking suck apparently if 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 like people 10 years older than me had nirvana and i had fucking corn so, well, you know, what else was there? I mean, there was Limp Biscuit. That was oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Actually, the internet has had a little bit of like a resurgence in Limp Biscuit interests. I've like, noticed hey. that, which I find really odd. It's really because you know who's worse than corn is Limp Biscuit, and that's possibly it. No one. You know what, up. though, I, I I disagree with that sentiment for one reason. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Limp Biscuit was trying to be like like a serious band mm -hmm. 
you know, they weren't like, they weren't like, man, look at my clever lyrics. They were like, you know, their the name of their second album was Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. You know, I mean, yeah. So anyway, yeah. What's your uh, what's your number eight? I've 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 talked a lot more about bands I don't like than bands I do like in this one, and I'm starting to get bummed out. So, <laughs> well, number eight will cheer you up, right? Well, that's, that's the thing. Emo I'm, does cheer you up. Yeah, I'm emo about it. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like gonna start cutting or something. Um, they they shoot to my avatar, and it suddenly has like emo <laughs> haircut, and I'm like, whatever. Um, like Moto dragon is slitting his wrists. <laughs> He doesn't even need doesn't even need a razor blade though because he's got really sharp claws. <laughs> um, yeah. So my number, what are we on eight? Yep. My number eight band is Taking Back Sunday, um, who I oh. always used to get confused with. Um, Charlotte. I don't know who I got confused with. Oh, there's a band called Thursday. They used to confuse me, and I think I also used to confuse them with Saves the Day. Because just apparently have days in your band, like can't keep it straight, I guess. But uh, yeah, they had some songs I liked. Great. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's we had so much more to say about the about the genre we shouldn't have anything to do with. I know. Were they the band that did? I may as well just ask. Do you know that they're they're the band that did Jude Law in the Semester Abroad? Yes. Because um, Sarah loves that one. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's you know, tell all the English boys you meet about the American boy back in the states, and it's like really. <laughs> but uh, my spouse can't remember that song because they were in England when it was out, and they didn't have it in England, I guess. And I enjoy. They're always like, "What song are you talking about?" And I'm like, "How do you not know this song? You were it, you were having a semester abroad while it was out." And they were like, that's the problem. They didn't have it there. <laughs> that happened to me. I mean, when I lived two years in England, I basically missed everything. Yeah, that's that's what they say. That like, somehow American music didn't totally get over there. Or it would be like after everyone else liked it. And it's like, it, it, I don't feel like it takes the time for the radio waves to get across the ocean. I know, like, it's weird. Back then it was different, you know? They just, mm -hmm. now I think everything is kind of on the internet. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's about all. That's about okay. all. Okay, great. Well, then I'll do my number. What am I on? Eight. Eight. Um, Sarah's number eight, I should say, is Bayside. I don't know them. No. Well, <laughs> let me let me give you the blurb. Ready? Let's listen. I would love a blurb because she looped "Don't Call Me a Peanut" at a very specific time in her teen years. Oh, and it was how she felt at the time. And okay. now you say that you say you love me. Well, I may have your heart, but he has your body. Oh, that's right. That's Bayside. She's quoted these lyrics to me a lot, actually. Well, what was going on in her life at the time? I don't know how much she wants me to say, but basically, no, don't, don't, don't. that's fine. So yeah, Bayside was her number eight. But uh, what is your number seven? My number seven is, I'm looking on the internet now, it might not be really be considered an emo band, but I'm going to say it anyways, Newfound Glory. Um, they're not super emo -y. I guess they're pop punk, the internet is telling me. But, yeah, I don't care. And um, it sort of it sort of uh, goes along with um, the reason that I don't like a lot of emo is because it's just too goddamn... I like sincerity. You know what I mean? That's why when I first discovered emo, I liked the fact that it was sincere and not like just being ironic about everything. I like people who just who feel their emotions and everything like that, but it got a, perhaps a little bit too wrapped up in their own emotions, where they're like, "I get it, but like, do we really need like hardcore screaming songs about it? I don't know that we do." Um, and also, like, happiness is an emotion too, and sometimes I like hearing about happiness, and that's why bands like Newfound Glory actually make me kind of happy because you know some of their songs are actually like a good time, and uh, and not like <laughs> nothing but. I'm I'm sorry, but you know, whinging the English would say. What's whinging? Um, as far as I can tell, it's like whining, but they decided to add an extra an extra uh, consonant, okay. consonant sound in there for no reason. I mean, to me it's it sounds like you're singing saying winging wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? <laughs> according to according to Google, it's complained persistently and in a peevish or irritating way. That's exactly what emo bands do. <laughs> and I don't mean that necessarily as an insult. Maybe I mean it as more of an insult than I would have told you yesterday, but because I'm coming to realize that it's irritating. But it's also it's also different because I'm 40 now and not 20. Um, yeah. When I was 20, it was probably much more like relatable. Yeah. 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 Now, now it's like, look, I, I, I'm miserable, but can I at least like pretend to be happy briefly? Like when I listen to I music, don't need I don't to need to commiserate, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, you're miserable too, but I kind of want to be a goofball for right now and not. Oh, it's it's more middle aged, like uh, existential mis 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 miserable instead of right. overwhelmingly emotionally miserable. <laughs> Oh man! Have you, ever, have you ever seen the the SpongeBob episode with the fish that like him in the car looking miserable, him at work looking miserable, him at home looking out the window looking miserable, and it's just loops? Um, no, I've never seen that. That's me. <laughs> so, <laughs> people are going to start sending in, you know, the number for the suicide hotline after this episode. <laughs> But that's why I like happy music occasionally. It's like, oh, can we have like a good time? I want to jump around. So anyway. Well, this is my trouble with emo bands, you know? So I was I was not I was not like into music when emo was like a really big thing. Mm -hmm. So I came to it later. And there, you know, there are a lot of good lyrics in the mm -hmm. emo band stuff. But if you just listen to emo for a while, you're like, fuck, I want to kill myself. Like yeah. yeah. Enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would I would enjoy just a little bit more lightheartedness, or maybe or maybe just a tinge of irony, just a little. <laughs> I, I get that I love sense, but a little, just a tiny bit, like or at least a sense of humor. But so, what is uh, Sarah's number seven? Her number <laughs> seven is the early November. Oh wow! Yeah, I used to listen to them actually, <laughs> but it was kind of depressing. So. <laughs> so here's the blurb she wrote for this and this is this is kind of adorable ready mm -hmm. i discovered this band through an internet forum and so talking about the people on the internet forum and these emo kids just wanted to be loved and cuddled so Aww. i knew the music was for me oh <laughs> is that adorable it is somebody love me please <laughs> <laughs> what a what a sad state of affairs <laughs> <laughs> uh, just imagine though how how representative of the age, you know, like yeah. going on internet forums just because you want some sort of human interaction, and <laughs> and it's hard to find someone who like actually takes you seriously and cares about your emotions. It's now I feel bad. I was just ragging on emo ten seconds ago, and now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny too because like you know she says she says that, and I think there's. And maybe maybe it's maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the the um, the thought about teen boys, at least in in our teenage years, was that mm -hmm. they just wanted to fuck, you know, mm -hmm. like it was just yeah. like this constant chasing tale. Mm -hmm. But I remember just really wanting a girlfriend to so that I could cuddle. Mm -hmm. I feel Look, like probably a lot of guys feel that way, but there's like this I'm social really. pressure to chase tail. Yeah, and like. I think a lot more guys want an emotional connection they realize and it's it's hard to even like it, it, it it's hard to even express that that's what you want when you don't when you're like not allowed to feel that way yeah exactly I actually didn't really care that is that is exactly how I expressed myself back then but yeah <laughs> I was very much just like I just want I want somebody to hug me <laughs> I, I like having people to spend time with you know just like that's what i yeah i mean that's really what i i wanted to like i would see couples and they would be sitting and like holding hands and stuff and like i didn't really care about it's not that i didn't like i you know obviously like i wanted to kiss and do that kind of stuff and i was excited to do it but for me it was more like i just wanted somebody to to share my space with you know uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was like a uh, you're exposing yourself emotionally and being sweet, and uh, I was having some technical difficulties that I had to fix. Oh, I left the meeting, <laughs> and yet here I am. 
So anyway. oh, that's good. Well, what's your number six, seven, six, seven? Where are we? We should be. We should be at six, I think. Yeah. What's your number six? My uh, number six is uh, My Chemical Romance. Are they emo? I don't know. I'm calling. They're like considered the emo band. Okay, so that works for me then. Again, I was kind of. I don't know. I don't know where these. When we were like, probably around in college, I gotta say the proliferation of genre specificity became like kind of ridiculous because like everybody got like extremely ultra specific as far as as far as um genre where like everything like no that's not emo that's late emo core you know fucking oh, something know. else and it's like wow can we just call it rock and roll like jesus christ yeah um it got really ridiculous that's actually why i sort of lost interest in the indie music scene despite i've actually read that 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 time that I was into indie stuff was like the golden age of indie, it's called. But like, it just gets so like, of oh course. my god, yeah. Well, you know, when you were into it, it was the golden age. That's what they said. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> say it. It was them. It was the <laughs> internet that said it. You think That's it's just... a person? A person? The person who said it was roughly a forty-year-old, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, so the, you know, um, yeah. So like, to this day, I'm like, I don't fucking know if this is that genre or not. I just. That's why I kind of don't bother with genres. It's more just do I like it or whatever. Um, and like you go to, it's a nice thing about the internet. You can just be like more like this band and they'll give you more like that band. You don't need to actually type in emo bands that I might like into LimeWire or some shit. But anyway, uh, uh, My Chemical Romance. I actually don't love them all that much, but I think they're okay. And um, I do like that Black Parade song. It's a lot of fun. Um, the other thing I'll say is that their other song that I know of theirs, um, what's it called? I have no idea. I think it's "I'm Not All Right." Is basically just Black Parade without the uh, without the parade stuff. And I'm like, is every single song of theirs just exactly this? In which case, okay. But I kind of kind of don't like it when people repeat themselves too much. So. Now I'm talking because you're not saying well, anything. Me, well, let me ask you this: um, Do you like Dave Matthews Band? I kind of do. Because I will admit to that. Because that's somebody I feel like says the same fucking thing over and over again. Probably, you're probably right. <laughs> you know what I like about Dave Matthews Band? Though I like the little musical interludes they'll have, where it'll just like a minute and a half of them riffing on, on just you know whatever. Oh, I fucking hate that. I uh, like it. I like jam bands to some extent. Um, I did it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't realize you hated Dave Matthews quite this much, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to listen to some Dave Matthews. Guilty right as charged. Um, did I lose <laughs> No, I'm just listening to Dave Matthews. Oh, I'm, I'm over here jamming, you know? But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> what was I saying, though? The, uh, their, uh, the uh, my welcome, my chemical romance. They are uh, <laughs> welcome to the Black Parade. They're all right. Yeah. Well, my number six <laughs> is dashboard, or not mine. Sarah's number six. I keep mm -hmm. doing that. Is dashboard confessional, and specifically this many songs, but mostly this. Well, as for now, I'm gonna hear the saddest songs and sit alone and wonder how you're making out. But as for me, I wish that I was anywhere with anyone making out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Dashboard confessional number six. Moving right along. What's your number five? Since I don't you, know. You know dashboard confessional at all? I you're gonna you're gonna laugh. My number five is dashboard confessional. Oh, there we go. Let's do it. Yes. I like them <laughs> slightly better than Sarah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the the thing that most people would probably say they like about emo slash really whatever genre of music was popular when they were 20 is that they were 20. <laughs> and uh, that's the main draw, I think. I uh, went to, you know, I was 20 years old and I transferred to a new college and um, met, you know, some people and... Uh, one that I liked in particular, liked Dashboard Confessional a lot. So let's all just leave it at that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And also uh, the song. Um, 
I think it's their most famous song, Hands Down. Um, that bit at the end reminds me very strongly of an actual night I spent once. And uh, every time I think of it, I, you know, the song didn't exist when, when that occurred. But, um, you know, it reminds me of it and always makes me smile. Oh, that's nice. That's all I got to say about that. Actually, I like that entire album of theirs that they had out at the time, whichever this one with the tape uh, with the tape on the cover. Yeah, you know, it's. I feel sort of bad. Maybe this is not a good episode because, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really know emo bands. And normally, when we would do a list like this, I would I would do research. But mm-hmm. I thought, well, I've got a freaking emo band expert in the mm-hmm. house with me, so. Mm-hmm. I hope people aren't upset about me using my wife's list, but uh, I, I think she probably would have made a better one than me. So we're going to lose listeners, or people are going to be like, "I can't even." This is I'm 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 so upset. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, write us a letter. <laughs> send it through the um, engage, please. Yeah. I uh, I uh, maybe we should like in general do episodes on genres that we literally know nothing about. Well, I think I think we should. So anyway, yeah, uh, we should like you know I don't know what's the what's the genre? How about polka? Top ten polka groups. I think that sounds great. Do you, <laughs> do polka have groups? I don't know. I mean, John Candy made it sound like they do. So so then they do. He wouldn't lie to me, right? Why would he lie? If he did lie to me, I don't like childhood would be devastated. So Sarah's number five is one that you have on your list. Wow. It's very exciting. I'm getting very loud. And for Taking a good reason. Sunday. Taking back Sunday. Yep. I remember I said that. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote, so many emo things with this band, but the biggest reason it's on this list are these lyrics. Mm-hmm. The truth is, you could slit my throat, and with my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. <laughs> wow. The, these guys are uh, okay. That is probably the most emo line ever. I hope that they were going for most emo line ever there because they achieved it. I, uh, you see, this is what I mean about sometimes the sincerity is perhaps a bit much. Like maybe you could just take a step back there, unless that is ironic, in which case, I guess, good job. I don't know if it was ironic, but I enjoy it. I think it's a good line. Just wow is all. <laughs> it's a, it's quite the imagery. It, it really uh, is. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, what's your number four? Uh, my number four. You know what? I don't know what my number four was. I have my top three because I remember those perfectly well. I'll just say my number four is uh, Death Cab for Cutie, um, because I like them. I uh, recently in that emo playlist I was running to, they had a. Uh, the postal service on there and i was like are the postal service really emo if they are i would put them at number four but instead in their honor i will put death cab for cutie which has the same lead singer who was also briefly married to zoe de chanel yep who uh who is the lead singer of she and him yep and uh, she seems out of his league but hey i guess that's what that's what being a musician man will get you ben gibbard right is ben name? gibbard yes and I actually do like uh, Death Cab for Cutie. I like a lot of their songs. They're fun. And um, like the Postal Service better. So if the internet will allow, I would have that be the Postal Service. Okay. Well, the only Postal Service song I know is Such Great Heights. Yeah, it's not very emo, though, right? That's why I was surprised that it was in that li- that playlist. And I was like, okay, but do you say so? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I sort of... Any like of the bands that were shown to me by my wife or the ex before her mm-hmm. i just sort of assume our emo yeah, fair <laughs> enough so you know i just lump them all together uh but i do like that song although i do think iron and wine's cover of it is better Ooh, i don't know about all that but we'll just <laughs> we'll just leave that for right now yeah postal service only had one album and i just recently saw they like released a 25th anniversary edition of it and i said wow that's all I have to say about that is wow. Wow. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they just have the one album and it's a oh, this was the, the deluxe 10th anniversary edition of it. But no, that would be uh it was came out in 2003. So not 25, but uh but exactly 20. So that's uh that's neat. That is neat. 
that would you know what earlier i don't know why these things surprise me because just a couple a couple of songs of bands ago whatever maybe the last band i said well you know the thing is is that when you're 20 and i'm 40 so i don't know why i'm surprised 20 years passed <laughs> but uh that just shows I'm not very good at math, I suppose. <laughs> 20 years pass, and I go, 20 years passed? I thought that was four. I mean, it feels like that, doesn't it? But no, they say when you get older, your uh, time actually appears to move faster. Like, the re you know, in your brain, well, yeah. your brain perceives time as moving faster. Which, is that is that weird, or is that just me? Am I the only one who finds that weird? That time is not a constant? Like, I know it's relative, but, like, time isn't even a constant of the same human being over an amount of time. So... You know what? I think it makes sense actually, because when you're younger, it moves slower in your mind because you have less experience with it, right? So a day seems longer to you because you have experienced less days. So you're like, you have your frame of reference is smaller. Whereas when you get older, you're like, well, that was, you know, 10 years ago feels like yesterday. So, like, you know, time moves faster because it just, it feels more fleeting as you are nearing the end of your life. Oh, way to say it in an alarming way. Here, <laughs> here at the end of my life, as I die, as I lay dying. <laughs> no, really, though, uh, um, there's an episode of Frasier where Frasier is upset that someone treated him like an old guy. And Niall says, well, face it, Frasier, you're middle-aged. And Frasier says, 40 isn't middle-aged. 50 55 is middle-aged and niall says only if you live to 110 and um now i'm Frazier's surprisingly age. like niles just <laughs> I, I watch a lot of fraser <laughs> to be fair <laughs> also fun that i am now fraser's age at the beginning of the show fraser so that's good well it means it's perfect time for you to uh get a hit show <laughs> my own spin-off finally <laughs> It's pastime, really. So what's Sarah's number? Uh, four. Four. It's the spill canvas. I Wow, we're at the first one that I literally do not even know at all. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing. Well, apparently every song is emo. That's oh, what she said. Every okay. single one. Yeah. It's taking everything in me just to forget, forget your sweater so far. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> That's. I'm guessing it's a lyric. It looks like a lyric, or she really likes knit knit clothing. I don't know. Um, I don't want to make fun, like, because I'm a I'm a I suck, so I don't want to make fun. But uh, just wow, so so emotional. They really feel things <laughs> strongly. They have strong feelings. I don't know if they have strong opinions, but they have strong feelings. Naboka, that's all you really his, uh, need. His uh, autobiography, strong opinions. We'll call the emo people's uh, strong emotions. But uh, oh, I like it. Um, Spill canvas. I don't know anything about them, but uh, they certainly sound emo. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing. I don't really know if now that I think of it, if we're doing the best emo bands or the most emo bands. But <laughs> either way, we're all set. I well, think. she actually asked me. She she's like, "Am I supposed to be picking the?" Like the like the most or best emo bands, or am I just doing my favorites? And I'm like, just mm -hmm. do your favorites. Yeah. And she's like, okay, this is a much easier list. <laughs> she is she is very emotional. It turns out. Yeah, that is very true. Um, what's your what's your number three? My number three is we're actually at bands I actually like. It's a band called Bright Eyes, which is very emotional. So I really shouldn't make fun, but not really like hard and all like kind of folk emo i suppose maybe but uh but i actually do like them a lot i like in fact they're one of the first uh i keep saying they but it's really just bright eyes it's just it's the just one guy connor oberst yeah yeah so um yeah it was like one of the very first ones i ever heard and was like i like the fact that this is having sincere emotions and now i'm sitting here making fun of it but then again time has passed so well I so I was introduced to Bright Eyes by my ex, mm -hmm. and it was her favorite band. Um, and I actually really think that he has some excellent lyrics. I I mean I do too. That's another reason that 
I'm not trying to be like blah blah. I'm not trying to like talk myself up or anything, but I, I when I when I like bands, the musicianship and everything tends to be fairly high, as opposed to just this song is neat. Um, yeah, but now I'm actually going pat back, and I'm actually remembering that I like so many of these damn Paradise songs. So maybe I should just it's, be quiet. It's pretty impressive, actually. I mean, yeah. I, I like. Yeah, I remember being introduced to because, like, I was kind of a snob when it came to music because I, I was mm -hmm. like, I like Bob Dylan, basically, you know, mm -hmm. and Eminem. <laughs> and Green Day, and I just, you know, like whatever. I like these, but and that's the, the that's what I three. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I was just like, you know, you sort of. I I treated it very much like, well, if you're going to introduce somebody to me, then they better be like a really great lyricist, mm -hmm. you know. And she did, and I'm like, oh wow, this this is actually really good. Mm -hmm. And I, and it was like such a condescending way too. Like, oh wow, you actually had a good one. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I really, I, I, I like, uh, his music. I like his lyrics a lot. But anyway, Sarah's number three is Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, see, huh? we're, we're starting to match up. We're linking up yeah. here. I like you guys it. are, uh, syncing up. You're like, it's like, it, what do you call that? When you guys are perioding at the same time? <laughs> hey, we, we, we call it absolutely nothing because yeah. we are going to cease talking about it. <laughs> Oh, you guys are punctuating at the same time. That's so, um, <laughs> our grammar is synced. <laughs> so many great lyrics and songs. Song she she had a song on loop in her freshman year of college. Ooh. Steadier footing. Mm. I don't know that one. <laughs> no, okay, I'm gonna have to look it up. It's gotten late, and now I want to be alone. All of her friends were here; they have all gone home. And I mm. hear I sit on the front porch watching the drunk stumble forth into the night. Hmm. It's not a very long song. So yes, but what it lacks in time, it makes up for in residence. You gave me a heart attack. I did not see you there. I thought you had disappeared so early away from here. And this is the chance I never got to make a move. We just talk about the people we've met in the last five years. And will we remember them in 10 more? I let you bum a smoke. You quit this winter past. I've tried twice before, but like this, it just will not last. Wow. Is that the best recitation of that song ever? Pretty much. I am. Oh, look, they have a song called What Sarah Said. Oh, is it with an H or without? With an H. Well, they spelled it the right way then. <laughs> Actually, I prefer without an H, so. Well, that's some bullshit. I spell my name without an H as well, without a K as well, but I don't think anybody spells Kara with Sarah with a K. You know, I think I'm funny. Some probably let me just do. Let me just say that I make jokes that make me laugh, and then when they don't make other people laugh, I'm like, well, you have bad taste. So <laughs> when I worked as a cashier at a coffee uh, restaurant that asks people names when they order, uh, that's all I'll say is just I, I want to keep it, keep it secret. Um, you've already you know, said it, uh, it's already been in an episode. Oh, well, okay, but anyway, so I would be at the <laughs> register and you ask, We had to ask names, I'm sorry, like some of us can't spell, we're just working at Starbucks. If we could spell, we might have a real job, but <laughs> people would be like, My name's Sarah, and I would say, With an H or without an H, and they would say, With an H, and I'd say, Okay, so H S A R <laughs> and. <laughs> Four times out of five, they were just like, no, 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 it's S-A. And, I was, and I'd be like, okay, great. Let's, let's just move on now. But the one time someone would get it and like it was worth it. It was worth all the all the, all the all the duds. I also did it with Anne with an E and probably a couple others. But Sarah was the one I did it with most. <laughs> Sarah was the one I did it with most. <laughs> Going to have to go have a talk with her. Um, actually, I used to joke around a lot. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts when I was 16. And... Uh, um, I remember this this girl would come like she came every day, and um, she, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it seemed like there was more to that than you, than you than you said, but I don't know. But we would joke around with her constantly, and then this this one day, um, 
she we knew she was coming that she had arrived um she comes up to the drive-thru and we just like you know press the button so the window would open mm -hmm. and i threw a munchkin through the window mm -hmm. like from like the other side of the restaurant and you know i guess i've got a really good throw because i hit her right in the fucking nose and she started bleeding congratulations <laughs> now she knows you like her yeah i didn't it wasn't even about that i just was like enjoy we just enjoyed her and then i refused to ever make her pay again and she got she would get like annoyed with me she's like it's okay i'll pay and i'm like no yeah. i if i'm working here and you're here i'm you're not gonna pay for anything well I like how hard did you throw a munchkin at her? Right? That it's right. How dense I was like, is this I, I, That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what are the fucking odds that this would have hurt anybody? You know, <laughs> you it was a goddamn munchkin. Um, was it a chocolate glazed? Because those can be a bit dense. No, it was just like a regular glazed. Mm. Well, then I got. I guess I threw. You know, Sarah would say to me all the time that I do not know my strength. Mm. So maybe that's what the problem was, but I don't know. I was just like, I didn't think anything of it because I thought a munchkin won't hurt. Mm -hmm. Even if I were to hit her in the face, it would just be silly, you know? <laughs> it was just bleeding. <laughs> well, you're lucky she didn't press charges. I know. Well, I, you, I just felt terrible. I just, I, you know, I was just trying to have fun. And if, you, if you'd thrown a bagel at her, it might have been assault. <laughs> well, it certainly went up in a garlic. Um, <laughs> anyway, what's your number two? My number two is another band I actually kind of like is uh, Panic at the Disco. Um, again, I don't know if these first next two were really exactly emo or just stupid, but uh, Panic! Exclamation point at the Disco. Um, we enjoyed that album a lot when it came out, the first one. Listened to it a lot, and... Um, Goodness gracious, I like it because it's fun. Like it's got all sorts of like emotional resonance, but it's also fucking fun. Um, I like the fact that they're pretending to be like weird, like circus ringmaster, like night at the opera top hat wearing guys. I think it's fun, and uh, it's a it's a it's a whole motif that I enjoy. I don't know much about them either, surprisingly. Um, that is actually a little surprising. I find that I think that I thought they were pretty well known, but well, they they are well known. I just you know, here's something. Another band to me. Um, their top three songs on Spotify are a couple I don't know, and then the third one is a song that the lead singer Brandon Yuri is just on. He's featuring him, and it's the song "Me" by Taylor Swift. So that just goes to show you that like Taylor has a top three song for another band that she's not in because the guy's in it but anyway point is well do you like taylor swift though um not really i just yeah. i respect the i respect the the business acumen <laughs> is that what they're calling it these days business acumen <laughs> well my number two or sarah's number two is bright eyes okay fair enough because of many but Lover, I don't have to love. Oh, I think I know that song. It's kind of funny because it's been so long since I actually listened to too many of them. It's like blast from the past stuff. I would highly recommend not listening to a band you like for 20 years. And then it's really fun going back and so oh, what did Sarah what did... again? No, I was just I stopped talking because I realized I was taking over Sarah's Sarah's number two. Oh no, I was I was fine. There's honestly, so she wrote longer blurbs for everything that came before. Like the top four are all mm -hmm. just like one thing. And I'm like, well, okay. Guess we'll uh, but I happen to know Bright Eyes. So mm -hmm. and I really like Bright Eyes. I honestly I probably would have put them at number one if it was my list. Mm-hmm. Um but that's mostly because I essentially know two emo bands <laughs> and they're Sarah's top two. So, um, mm -hmm. anyway, uh, but album after album of emotional, well-written song lyrics, and mm -hmm. that's what she wrote. And I completely agree that I don't know why, but the one that stands out to me is he's not even singing, but he's like, 
they're like about to crash on a plane and he's like we're going mm. to your birth we're going to a birthday party it's your birthday party mm. happy birthday it was just a bizarre song <laughs> it's kind of strange i don't know it just sticks out to me for some reason that and the the I, I remember I really liked the song Four Wins from the what is it Casadega oh, album? Yeah, that that's a really fun song. Um yeah. and the lyrics are good. And going back over a couple, I uh, am struck by how 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 what's the word I want to say is the actual music is is a lot more interesting than a lot of maybe very genre centric bands where it'll be like the same kind of songs over and over again. Like this song I think has harpsichord in it that I'm listening to right now. So yeah, I, uh, I, I appreciate that. Cause it's like, we go in the direction that the song warrants, not that the genre warrants anyway. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think they're, I think it's pretty excellent band. I mean, I know mm -hmm. it's basically just kind of robust, but you know, mm -hmm. it's pretty excellent. I, uh, that that um four wind song that was the first song i ever heard from them mm -hmm. that was you know they just come out with the casadega album and so mm -hmm. i was, she was like excited to listen to it and i was like okay and then i was like this is really good there's yeah. a lot of depth to his lyrics which i really like there absolutely is and speaking of instrumentation i forgot that this song has it, it's like a you know a fiddle part the fiddle plays the the main the main lick and uh, it's got a very country feel to it. I will say though, that the one problem, my one problem with that song is that I had forgotten, but this main little part that the fiddle plays, it reminds me a lot of Santa Claus is coming to town. So it's a little hard to hear when you, once you notice that it is weirdly similar to Santa Claus is coming to town, but that's okay. Well, that's like, um, you, you remember uh, Backstreet's Back? Backstreet's mm -hmm. Back, all right. For me, all I ever hear with that is gotta go to Mo's Modals. <laughs> wow. So first of all, Backstreet, back, that, that's my number one emo band. So thanks for ruining that. Um, but <laughs> I had never thought of that, but you're absolutely right. And I actually like the song a lot better now because because <laughs> you do gotta go to Mo's. Gotta go to Mo's. Modals! Gotta so, go uh, to Mo's. Does Modals um, exist anywhere other than New York? I don't know. I, does Modell's exist at all anymore? That's actually a good does. point. I don't think it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your number one? My number one is in the same vein as Panic the Disco. It's Fallout Boy. Um, not really too much to say, except that I actually like a ton of their songs. Um, that one album of theirs, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, this is just based on how many actual songs I like by the by the bands. So that's why that's why we end up at number one here. But again, like I said, uh, with the last one, I, I enjoy that they're fun and definitely some emotional and some very some very uh, overwrought lyrics at times. But uh, generally presented in a fun way, which I like. Let's move on to your number one, though. Well, Sarah's number one. I don't even have to look at the list to know what it's going to be. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Yeah, you know what it is, too. It <laughs> is. They weren't on my top ten, but. Brand new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why weren't they on your top ten? I forgot they existed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why I forgot that. They probably would have been at least number eight or seven or something, because I didn't care for it about any of those bands anyway. But what is so, uh, what is Sarah like about them? Well, so for me, I'm just going to real quick. I'll say brand new. It's her favorite band. Um, and they, again, lyrically are really good, mm -hmm. um, but they're depressing as fuck. <laughs> I remember she, we were on a road trip and she put brand new on and I was like, this, I can't, we can't keep, I listened to like maybe five songs or something. And I was just like, honey, this, I, we gotta, I can't do any more brand new for, we can come back yeah. to it. We got to mix some stuff in here. Because I'm gonna throw myself out of the car, <laughs> not because I hate the music, but because you know, I'm thinking like, well, I guess it's time. <laughs> the universe is trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up, come on. But she played Deja on loop, Deja on, on Tandu or whatever mm. the name of that album was. Um, she, <laughs> there's a lyric that's "Die young, save yourself," Ooh. right? Which is a fucked up lyric, personally, yeah. I think. But she wrote it on a desk <laughs> in school. And um, 
she took, I remember her telling me this story and being like, can you believe this kid did this? But anyway, she's like, she's like, I, you know, I wrote this on the desk and then we were like switching desks and this kid, one of the kids was like, um, miss whatever. I'm kind of concerned. Somebody wrote this on the desk mm -hmm. and she was like, really? It's a lyric, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> it's a concerning lyric. <laughs> Why exactly did this lyric? Why is this the one that, that that spoke to you so much? You needed to write it on the desk. Yeah, defacing you know? property. Um, yeah, is she okay? The defacing. Okay, I know it's a good question, right? Is she? Um, is, does she need help? I... <laughs> but so so then um, she also says she she had Jesus Christ on loop. You know, I, Jesus Christ, that's a pretty face, whatever mm -hmm. that song, which I actually really like that song. It's a good song. Um, but I have one more Sarah brand new story mm -hmm. and she's going to, she's going to hate me for saying this on here, Ooh, good. but I think it's just so fun. So you've met Sarah. I know you don't know her super well, but like, you know, she's pretty, you know, like just kind of a quiet, nice person, right? Mm -hmm. So we go to Boston Calling, and um, I get my first taste of this when the head and the heart of the, are playing. Mm -hmm. And we're standing there, we're you know we're watching them, and and uh, there were these couple of drunk girls that were just like, "I got that's how Carl said this, and I got Kyle. I think likes me, yes. <laughs> and just like talking throughout the whole thing." Mm -hmm. And Sarah was getting like so annoyed, like I didn't even notice them. You know, I just tuned that kind of shit out. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like getting so annoyed, so annoyed. And finally she just starts jumping up and down and going like in between them, <laughs> super loud until they left. Okay. Was like, wow. All that's, right. That's a, Where did that come from? That's a tactic, first of all. And second of all, don't mess with her brand new, I guess. Well, no, this is the, this was when the head and the heart were. were oh, playing. right, right. Okay. So but it gets again, better with brand new. So okay. yes, what did she do when uh, the, the the is there more? Did she did she yeah. go around the stadium knocking heads until? Like... Well, so so brand new was on right, and I don't know if you know this, but brand new fans are kind of rabid. Um, <laughs> well, I knew she was, but I don't know. Well, they like you know it's just like everybody rushed the stage, uh -huh. and I mean it was tight, I, and I don't particularly enjoy that. I know some people like mosh pits or whatever, but I'm not. I'm not fucking interested. I, I somebody tried to mosh with me once, and I just punched him uh, at a concert. I was like, I'm not. But he was like, Yeah, it's awesome that you punched me. I'm like, Okay, you're weird. <laughs> so, anyway, so we're all you know like tight in this space, and I'm you know I'm a little bit worried. Sarah's small, you know, mm -hmm. like so I. I feel like the you know the protective instinct, right? And another crazy part about this, everybody there knew the lyrics to every song they played, all mm -hmm. the lyrics. I just had no idea that their fan base was so rabid. But anyway, so there's kind of a taller girl in front of Sarah and a very short girl in front of that tall girl. Mm-hmm. But Sarah doesn't know that there's a very short girl in front of that tall girl. And we're dancing around, listening to the music, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, she just lunges forward and shoves the shit out of this girl in front of her. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, and I immediately, I'm like, wait, what happened? What? Why did you do that? Like, and the girl is like looking back like, are we about to fight? Like, what just happened here? <laughs> and. And, you know, she, I could tell she was like sort of immediately embarrassed, mm. but she told me that what was going through her head is she thought she was like, I just thought like, why is, why won't she move up? Because <laughs> mm -hmm. she didn't see that there was a person in front of her. Yeah. So I was like, so you shoved her? <laughs> and did she shove her forward or to the side? Because I was imagining to the forward. side. Forward. forward okay that makes more yeah. sense yeah give her a nice little bit of whiplash you know <laughs> out of my way tall girl i have never seen so to, to caveat this i have never seen sarah do anything like that before or since in in the how many years have i known slash been with her 
now, like 2008. So 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I, I personally absolutely love that story because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just so out of character and like, what the hell? Anyway, all right. Well, I guess it's not that great, but I thought it was funny. I was muted again. Um, I just came back. But no, uh, imagine if she spent all of her time at brand new concerts. She'd be a completely different human being. <laughs> no kidding. I'm glad they don't tour much. But they don't tour at all anymore because I don't know if you heard, but Jesse Lacey has kind of got me tooed. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. hear that. I don't know. There's some like inappropriate relationship with an underage girl or something like that. I mean, I don't know him, but that sounds about right for the type, so. Yeah, I mean, he, he actually came out and, like, acknowledged it right away and apologized and was like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I fucked up. Mm -hmm. But So her name was up? <laughs> no, her name was Ellie. <laughs> okay. Let's let's go though. So that's our that's our emo bands. We as you can see, we love emo, right? I really thought that you were gonna have like so much stuff on this. I'm telling you, it surprised me too because I I literally did that story is true. I put it on and I was like, why don't I like any of this? All right, so here it is. A woman named Nicole Gary alleged that Lacey had solicited solicited pornographic images from her for years when she was a teenager, starting when she was 15 and he was 24. Mm. Not the best. She described Lacey's repeated alleged requests for nude photos and the manipulative methods he would use against her to get them. Lacey. I always so, knew it. Yep. Hold on. Here's the statement. The actions of my past have caused pain and harm to a number of people, and I want to say that I am absolutely sorry. I do not stand in defense of myself, nor do I forgive myself. Uh, he says he developed... He, quote, developed a dependent and addictive relationship with sex and admits that he hurt people, mistreated them, lied, and cheated. I am sorry for ignoring the way in which my position, status, and power as a member of a band affected the way people viewed me or their approach to, the, to their interactions with me, and I am sorry for how often I have not afforded women the respect, support, or honesty that they deserved and which is their right. Huh. Well, if that's, a, if that's a sincere statement, it's pretty okay as far as those things go. I thought it was a pretty good state. I remember reading it and being like, well, you know, that's pretty yeah. good. And then he said, you know, like he basically was like support survivors always. So mm -hmm. okay. I, I mean like yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna quibble with the with that. It's a it's one of the best statements, you know, I've ever heard for a post. Yeah, so you know, I mean it's it's rare for these guys to even like acknowledge it, like admit that right. know, they did anything wrong. Yeah, no, she's just a vindictive bitch. Mm -hmm. yeah, she wanted that's... to fuck me, and I wouldn't let her. It was it was the other way around. She she manipulated me. Yeah, sure she is. <laughs> yeah, I told her to get a mafia hanger, and she got mad. Um, <laughs> well, um, on that note, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening uh, to this very ridiculous episode. And join us next week when we're ranking the top 10 sports team logos. Yeah, thanks again for listening. Goodbye. They, uh, they said, I'm not gone. There you are. You're back. You, you're gone.